Thank you, Kevin. I, 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 I like that song. I like it a lot. Because it, uh, it, to me, uh, the, in its simplicity, in its multitude of words, it is very informative. And it's good advice. Why be everything less than you can be? Or why be anything less than, you, than everything you can be? And we don't have to get busy and do it all. But I think that to wake up to who we are, in this new Bible series we're doing, the Words in Red series, does anybody not know what that means? The Words in Red? The Words in Red are the, in certain Bibles, those are the words that came out of Jesus to teach us. And we're not here to do a dissertation on Jesus. That's not the point of this. It's the guidance that uh, was given to us through Jesus. That uh, it's really good stuff. No, it's not telling us to be more religious. It's not telling us anywhere that we're evil or bad or going to hell. Doesn't mention hell. Jesus is not. That's not what his thing was. I like these teachings. Now, last week, I confused the first week with the second week. I confused Matthew, Matthew 3 with Matthew 4. So I'm repeating the title. <laughs> I must do what is right. But we're going back to Matthew 3. Now, it's very short here, what he says in red. Yeah, sometimes it's a little hard to read the red in this particular Bible. It's a good Bible, though. And uh, what it is, Jesus is going to John the Baptist. What for? <laughs> to be baptized. And in the book... John, in his humility, says, I can't do that for you. You should be doing that for me. And, and he says, no, please do it, for I must do all that is right. Now, what does that mean, I must do all that is right? Were the Jews having a lot to do with baptism back then? So it's not about the water. What he's saying is, I must become one with all who are surrendering themselves with God. I must do it in a similar fashion. I must, I, I must wake up and do what is spiritually right for me in order to have my spiritual awakening. And part of that is coming to you in front of everybody and having you baptize me. But it's, it's not just the, bapt it's the baptism in spirit, really. The water is just a symbol, because water is considered something for cleansing. But I must become baptized in the Spirit. I must become immersed in the Spirit. And one of the churches I come from, we did an immersion, uh, immersion, excuse me, of, of in the baptism where I came out in the bathroom and he put me underwater and back up. And that was considered a full baptism. And... Also, it was done because I chose for it. Not because I had reached a certain age and uh, somebody in religion said, this is the time you should do this. I believe I was also baptized with the sprinkling when I was a baby in a different church. I have no recollection of that. Uh, I'm sure I wore something nice. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Mother put me in a neon black, no. <laughs> Imagine. Ah, they didn't have neon in the 60s. But they, uh, 
But what must I do in my spiritual awakening? And I must do all of it in order to have my awakening. And well, what does it mean? I must. I must. I, well, I must if I want peace. If I want to experience peace. If I want to experience all that I know God is and I want to experience being in the image and likeness of God, what must I do? And so where do we start? Do we start in the, in the releasing of stuff or the taking on of stuff? It's a tough one because so often when we're trying to release something, we do it with guilt, we do it with shame that was ever there in the first place. And I'm pretty, I know, I'm not pretty sure, I know that in my God self, there's no place for guilt. So now we can all be guilty for having been guilty. <laughs> you know, so we maintain the problem. We maintain the confusion, and that's the problem, is the confusion. To and, we, and we keep trying to maintain, in our attempt to do what ought to be done by us, what is right for me, because all of us, it's the, well, the ultimate is the same. The path around it is what shifts because we don't all think the same. We don't all hear the same. We don't all learn the same way. But the awakening to God is the same. We just may have a different word than God, but it means the same thing. We may have a different word for love, but it means the same thing. We may have a different word for truth or wisdom, but it means the same thing. It is the awakened state where I know who I am, even though I can't explain who I am or what I am. And so to think about that, okay, so I know I am good. Now, if I want to really know it, what do I need to do? Well, I need to interrupt the thoughts that tell me I'm not. You are not limited to that, Nancy. I look at you right now because you just spoke of it. But I could look up at anybody in this room and say, I have to interrupt the thoughts and the bold statements I make in the car alone that, tells, that I tell myself where I am not good. I must do it at the dinner table. Those interrupt those thoughts. When I want to eat something or I am eating something, then to try to tell myself, oh, I'm not good because I'm doing this. Oh, my office is a mess. I'm not good because my office is a mess. Oh, I have these thoughts of outrage and anger. I'm not good because I have them. The thing is, I am good and cannot not be good. I am good and cannot not be good. Let's repeat after me, I am good. I am good. And I cannot not be good. And I cannot not be good. Do it again, I am good. I am good. And I cannot not be good. And I cannot not be good. Say the whole thing. I am good and I cannot not be good. How many of you believe that? How many of you don't believe it? Do you believe? that you cannot not be good. Good. Here's the thing. We forget it a dozen times a day at least. If I were good, I wouldn't be caught in this traffic. If I were good, I'd have more money and know what to do with it. If I were good, I wouldn't weigh this much. If I were good, I'd be in a relationship. If I were good, I'd be out of that relationship. If I were good, I would never have been in that one in the first place. If I were good, the weather wouldn't be this, whatever this weather is. 
There are just so many ways to declare our, our belief that we're not good. If I were good, I would have done what I wanted to do years ago. That's not true. If I were disciplined, I would have done what I wanted to do years ago. If I were disciplined, I would have done a lot of things. If I had I been awake, I would have done a lot of things. If I were awake now, I would do things differently. That has nothing to do with our nature. And let's get on board today, if you haven't already, with our divine nature. I am good and I cannot not be good. See, with that as your inherent belief, you can, you're safe to interrupt all the places you tell yourself that you're not good. And then you can interrupt the behaviors to reinforce your belief that you are somehow not good. We're talking about a capital G, good. That has no opposite. And that's my identity in God. There is no God. I don't care what anybody thinks from their past. There is no God that thinks we are not good. And there is no God that thinks they are not good. And it's high time we stop declaring that I myself am not good, that we are not good, that they are not good. It's really high time we start remembering and becoming conscious of what we are putting into the world. It's really high time that we become so conscious of our complaints, of our resentments, and our confusion. Our excuses for why a being is not good. I'm not talking about behaviors. But quit declaring that behaviors are not good. You don't know what they are and you don't know what they mean. I don't, so I know you don't. I don't think we're that different. But we do have preferences, I get it. But our preferences are based on our ego. Our preferences are based on what we want in order to be comfortable in our thoughts. If this just were different, then I wouldn't have to be afraid anymore. If this were different, I wouldn't have to be uncomfortable and grow and expand and forgive. If this were different, well, it is different. It is and it isn't. It is different because we don't know what it means. And it isn't different because we're still thinking this way. And so to begin to look at that, say, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I must do what is right for me to know myself as God being me. I must do what is right for me. I can't do what is right for you. I'm sorry. I cannot do what is right for you to do, but I can do, but it will mean being uncomfortable. It will mean readjustment and a shift in my brain waves, in my body functions. It will mean giving up shame and embarrassment. It will mean giving up guilt. 
and it will mean giving up almost everything that I think I know. And it's so uncomfortable when I do that. But when I have done it, I'm always more at peace and I'm always freer. And I find not only am I freer, everyone around me is freer because I have fewer judgments about the people around me. So I'm no longer seeing everybody in bondage. I'm no longer seeing everybody in their limited state. I'm seeing people and like, okay, that's just what they're playing at now. This is, okay, this is what they're playing at now. But I see, I've had wonderful space held for me by friends, by people who knew the truth of my being, and I've witnessed it without them preaching at me, without telling, telling me. And I, uh, here I'm paid to preach at you. But I would do it for free. <laughs> at least the preaching part. Uh, let me come to your house and preach at you. <clears throat> iced, glass of iced tea would be nice. Lemon, two lemons. No, it's a... Uh, I, I haven't told this story in a while. My friend Joy and I used to study with Eric, at Eric Butterworth's church. We took noon classes in unity classes when I first started, which was about 23 years ago when I started. You know, this year makes 23 years since my first unity class. In fact, beginning of January. And so she and I had been studying for quite some time, but on Tuesdays we'd go out for Chinese after, after the class. And one day I was, my mouth was going, gossip, criticism about whoever. And I was going on for quite some time before I realized Joy wasn't participating. She wasn't. She just smiled at me. Mm-hmm. 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 It's kind of like playing Monopoly when somebody else doesn't roll the dice. You're, you're playing all by yourself. It's like, it's like you've taken extra turns. Because mm -hmm. they're not... And it hit me. Oh, she loves me so much. And herself so much. That she's not going to sit and criticize me or say cancel, cancel, cancel for what I'm doing. But she's not going to participate either. She knows the light in me, and she knows that I will wind down at some point. And, uh, but she doesn't need to tell me I'm somehow bad for this or criticize me. Criticize me. So fun. I did shut up. But the problem is we had, didn't have a lot to talk about after that. Uh, <laughs> we're still friends all these years later. We were ordained in interfaith together. And we've shared a lot of things over the years. We don't see each other much anymore. She lives in Saratoga. And, but when we see each other, we see the light. And I think she always sees my light before I recognize hers. She's so good at that. She's so powerful at that, at just looking and seeing the light in, in another being. And she's always held that space for me. And it's, and it's wonderful because we all need people, who, friends, who will know that we are the light. And we, know, we need to be that friend to others who every time we look at them, we see their light, whether they're showing it or not in consciousness. But we know the light is present. And so that we must do what is right for us to do. Why be anything less than everything we can be? Why? Why, why, why? Just because we're lazy? Just because we're afraid? Just because we might be embarrassed? Another form of fear. Just because we might appear weak to someone? I used to have a mentor who was a tough guy. 
And I remember one day I ran into him at the gym, a lot of years ago, and in New York, and he was saying, you know, Sean, I just can't get past this certain amount of weights and bench pressing. And I had heard about a technique, which I'm sure many of you know about. And I said, have you considered using less weight, but more reps? And he said, Sean, if you knew how many people have suggested that to me, but I can't have these guys seeing me lift less weight. It's too embarrassing for them to see me with 25s instead of 45s. But he couldn't. He, he reached a limit, and so he needed to change his routine if he was going to advance himself in the weightlifting. Well, some of us in our spirituality have to change our routine if we're going to move the next step closer to a conscious relationship with God. Some of us just have to do that. For some of us in the 12 steps, we have to move beyond the first step. And we can't skip everything in between just to get to part of the 12th, which is, you know, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we, we sought to help another. Well, you can't have a spiritual awakening as a result of steps if you haven't done the steps. And you can't maintain your spiritual awakening if you're not maintaining the steps. And so, for us, those of you not in a 12-step fellowship, you cannot maintain a spiritual consciousness if you don't maintain a prayer life. A conscious prayer life, one that is not begging God. I've talked about this so much. If I'm going to be everything I am, I must quit pretending I'm not it. If I'm going to have everything, I must quit saying I don't have it. And what's the best way to say you don't have it? Oh, please, God, give it to me. Oh, please, God. Please, God, I need this. I want this. Please, God, give it to me. And it's like, but you already have it. Begin to affirm that it's here. Begin to become willing. I, often, what I will ask in prayers, what would I have to think in order to see it? I believe it's here. I believe everything is here. What would I have to think in order to see what it is I want to see in front of me? Because it's my thought that's going to reveal it to me. You know, what if I wanted peace? If I want to experience peace in earth, on earth, Charles Fillmore used to say, in earth, in, in the Lord's Prayer. If I want to experience peace in earth, what thoughts do I need to be thinking to experience thoughts in earth? If I want to experience wealth, what thoughts do I need to be to experience wealth? Because clearly thoughts of lack do not manifest wealth. If I want to experience harmony, clearly resentment thoughts do not bring about harmony. You know, destroying my enemies physically, does not bring about peace and freedom. If I want to destroy, who was that? I think it was Eric Butterworth. You want to know the best way to destroy your enemies? Love them. Love them. You have no enemies if you love everybody. How can they hurt me if I love them? Like that woman a few years ago when the, the escaped convict broke into her apartment, held her hostage, and she talked to him. She loved him. Loved him till he turned himself in. She loved him because her love of God was stronger than her fear 
of people. Apparently, it must have been stronger than her fear of death. She talked to him. And then he went and turned himself in. <clears throat> in dramatic situations, we must go to God. Go to God. Now, we have different ways. I must do what is right for me. Edwin Gaines had an incident years ago where she parked her car in an alley. As she got out of her car, these people began to approach her. And she got scared. Now, I had heard the story that as they came up to her, she looked at them and said, God loves you and so do I. Well, that sounds lofty, doesn't it? Except I asked her. I said, is that really what happened? She said, oh, good heavens, no. The light of God surrounds me, the love of God enfolds me, the power of God protects me, the breath of God watch. And I just over and over again said that prayer. They thought I was a lunatic and they ran away. <laughs> she still went to God. She went to God the way that she could in that moment. Do you go to God in the way that you can in the moment in order to have the highest expression of God? We won't do it through the intellect. We'll do it through the heart. We'll do it through divine understanding. But I must do what is right for me. That's what I've done through my whole healing journey. When I want to heal, I say, I ask myself, what's the highest way for me to have a healing? I don't want to sit in resentment anymore. I don't want to sit in this fear. I don't want to sit in this. So what do I do? Even with my knee, this week, for the first time since June, I walked up those steps normally. This week. This week. I was expecting an instantaneous healing much sooner because I know that's, that's a possibility in my makeup. But every week that I've shown an improvement in my legs, I have celebrated. But Thursday, I walked right up those steps rather quickly. <coughs> I didn't run up them, but I walked up quickly. I didn't have to take care. I didn't have to worry. I just, oh, look at that. I'm right up these steps today. And, and so, to pay, oh, I, so I had the highest healing for me. In my willingness, we all could have it if we want it. Of course I want a healing. Fine, then would you trade out what prevents healing for what promotes healing? Would you trade out from your mind? Would you trade out your belief that the world is real and that spirit is part-time? Instead, say, spirit is real. Love is real. All possibility of, of healing in the mind and in the body and relationship. That's the reality. And I am willing to think the thoughts I need to think in order to experience that in my mind, in my body, in my relationships, in, in all my life experience. Am I willing? And if the answer is yes, the way will be made so much easier. There can be a thing called miracles. And what is a miracle but an everyday occurrence of love that we can't explain with words? And so, would you be willing to have your miracle or multiple miracles even though you can't explain them? Thank you. Thank you.